<laughs> you see me shining? It's the coconut oil, baby. So, I don't know who knows this or not, but coconut oil... <sighs> coconut oil is excellent. And it can be used for so many things. You can use it in your food to cook with whether it's for using it as an oil like to brown or fry or um for the taste for a healthier oil as opposed to like vegetable oil you can use coconut oil in your hair you can eat it um, you can brush your teeth with it. You can use coconut oil as a lube. Um, and it's actually probably really good for your uh, for your little area down there. For ladies, you know, for you and your partner. For guys, um, yeah. <laughs> it also acts as like a natural antibacterial um, type of cream or something for, for your intimate areas. Um, it moisturizes your skin. Coconut oil is just the coconut is just everything. You can you can take a coconut and you can shave it and eat the inside of the coconut as like a sweet treat. You can take the coconut um and take bigger shavings of it and dry it out and that's like coconut jerky. Of course, you can drink the water that's inside the coconut, which is very hydrating actually. So, coconuts Coconut oil is used for so much, and it has so many benefits, and it has a lot to offer, and it's good for you, good to you, so that's where the coconut oil baby comes from, because me and everything that I have to offer is going to be good to you and good for you. Um, I was thinking about a few things. And one of the things was child support. <laughs> I was thinking, what got me thinking um, was because the whole Dr. Dre and his wife getting divorced and what she asked for for a spousal support or whatever. Um, and then my sister had made a comment. I forget. I don't even know who, who these people were. Um, on somebody's like child support request was like twenty thousand dollars or something like that. This is something totally separate from the previous situation I mentioned. But um, and people were saying that you know that was enough or that's not enough or so. I just wanted to share my opinion on it. Not that anybody asked, but I want to share anyway. <laughs> uh. I have a child. I 
do did not initially request child support um, because I was married and we, well, I wanted to end the relationship. I didn't want to, you know, be on child support. Like I just was like, you know, just pay the mortgage on our home that we shared that I was staying in. Uh, and when that stopped being done, then that's when I went to child support. So for me, it was a necessary resource, resource, something that I had to resort to. Um, but I do understand for me personally, like I won't, I won't stop it or come off of it because it's a guaranteed way for me to receive support from my child. And I think that every situation is different. And when people weigh in on that type of stuff, especially on social media, like you don't have all of the, all of the details. <sighs> Speaking of social media. So when you meet someone, right? Um, or I say you didn't meet, like you don't know about this person on social media. You never, that's not, you know, I, I know a lot of people are doing like the whole online dating and meeting people and stuff and I am that's just not for me like I enjoy the back and forth exchange of meeting someone in person I think that um in my personal uh, in my perspective when a man approaches me on social media it it's a little cowardice cowardice am I using that word right I don't know but to me, it's it's kind of like, uh, you could have came a little stronger. Like, I mean, I'm not saying, okay, so I'm explaining this in my mind. I don't want it. It is going to sound like stalkerish and crazy. But I think that when somebody, okay, it is likely that you notice someone or see someone on social media and you're interested, man or woman, and you might want to hop in a DM, shoot your shot, which might be cool. But I think that if you are going to take that route, I think that you need to add on the route that I would prefer. Like, see where that person may, you know, like what they may be into, what they do. Is there some way that you could meet them in person as opposed to hopping in their DM? Like, if you see a woman on social media and you know that she works at Whole Foods, go to Whole Foods (laughs) and approach her there and ask her for her phone number. See if you have that initial likeness and energy exchange that you share with someone. Because when you see someone on social media, it's just like, eh, I'm bored. You're bored. Let's chat. Okay, let's meet. And let's like, no, I don't want I don't want to do that. Um, so I just think that it's a little cowardice when guys do that. Or it could just be the times and me just being old fashioned. And I don't know. Um... But I do know that if I meet someone and I don't know their social media, I'm always, if I, especially if I like the person, I'm like, I don't want to see his Instagram or Facebook or whatever the case might be, because the things that people post, I mean, I believe that's like a part of you. Like that's where you are in your life. Maybe something you can relate to, you thought was funny, um, or that's your opinion or whatever the case might be. And sometimes that can stop me anyway from liking someone like 
I might be like, oh, you know, I really like this guy. Da, 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 da. And, you know, like one of my friends be like, oh, you know, let me see. I was like, oh, you know, I don't follow this person on social media or whatever. Um, and, of course, this has happened to me before. Like one of my friends will find him. And I'll be like, like, I don't even want to see it. <laughs> Which might sound crazy, but whatever. Um, in this whole dating thing, when you're meeting people, I think it's very important to be mindful of how well you know yourself and what, and being accountable for um, the interaction on your end. So... Um, there's this, like, I don't know, like, you. okay, so, I am flawed, as we all are, but, um, a lot of times, well, I guess that's probably because it's more common, like, uh, guys that I meet don't understand how well I know myself. So with that being said, um, you know, like I, if, okay. So if I met, if I met somebody 10 years ago, I was younger. I didn't know myself that well. So if they did something that I didn't like, they had the uh, ability to coach me through how to deal with myself and them. So the way that I would deal with my frustrations or anger about any situation that arose with someone I was dating 10 years ago will be based upon uh, a conversation that we had. Whereas now, if I'm dating someone, if I meet someone, And for whatever the reason, I'm having a rough time. Not that any of this is their responsibility, but, you know, that comes up in conversation. Like, how are you? What's going on? Depending on how close you get, you could open up and start sharing about things that you may not share with anybody else or whatever. Um, and so if I am upset or dealing with something... I can, instead of listen to what they want my solution to be, kind of tell them how to deal with me. I'm able to express exactly what it is that made me upset. Um, I may not know how to fix it in the moment, but I know how they can deal with me in the present moment of whatever emotion or feeling I'm having right now. And that adds to your superpower as opposed in, in, in any arena. <laughs> when you know yourself well enough to know what you need in the moment and you can ask people how to show up for you in that way. Oh, okay, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any woman personally and I know it's not me. Um, but some women can be crazy and deranged. <laughs> like, we really be snapping out sometimes. Um, and I know for me, sometimes I completely, 
I can completely feel like I'm still aligned with that energy to call a grown ass man a grown ass man a pussy or a bitch ass or some shit like that. And I'm really not proud of that. Um Yeah, that's like crazy. But I get mad at guys. And I just want to snap out like my immediate go-to is to like chop your head off because in my mind, in my little world, I am a queen and you are trying to come and entertain me to see if you are worthy of my gift, whatever it is that I have to offer to our engaging situation. And I just feel like if you piss me off, you got, you have one chance to show that you're worthy. In any capacity, you have one chance to show me that, you know, you can keep my attention, that you are capable of, I don't know, it could be the stupidest thing, making me laugh, making me feel safe, protecting me. Uh, I don't know, you know, women are not complicated, but we have a lot of things that satisfy us. So you get one chance to show me if you can satisfy those things. And I don't mean literally like um, something, you know, something like stupid and trivial. But if you make me feel like in any way this is like you playing, you playing in my face, then I'm going to cut your head off. Like I'm going to put you, I'm going to make a scene in my mind, invite my friends, and we're going to put you in that little machine and tell the man to drop the blade. Because <laughs> it's a wrap. I'm not playing no games with you. But I was listening to... I was on Instagram and I was scrolling through and Blackie Chad came up with his gym. <laughs> and apparently... I need to give more chances and be patient, but for some reason, my patience when it comes to men is very thin. And it probably, really, well, honestly, it not probably, it doesn't have anything to do with um, them themselves, most likely. It's probably just past experiences or things that they do that may trigger me to feel a certain way, which isn't their fault. Um, but if anyone reminds me of any traumatic experience or, um, unhealthy relationship, I'm like, yeah, nah, like this ain't, this is not going to work. And I don't even want to give it a second chance, but apparently I might supposed to be given second chances. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that's all about or why I'm like that or what my my train of thought is in making those decisions in those moments because I haven't had a, a fresh one recently. <laughs> um, but I do know for sure that a woman can tell from a mile away if a, a man can handle her dark side. So with that being said, maybe when these guys piss me off, and me cutting their heads off, it's, of course, it's not literal. It means it's just that, like, I'm just leaving them alone. I might just stop, you know, dealing with them, dating them, whatever. 
Um, but in my dark side, I feel like only a certain type of person, only a certain type of guy can handle that. Because as much as I am happy and light and full of love and joy, I'm also full of a lot of darkness. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it. And it sounds bad, so I don't want to say that I'm not proud of it because that's not true. I think that balances everybody out. Um, And it also, you know, that side of me makes sure anybody going to fuck with me and just do whatever. Okay? (laughs) Um, But with me knowing my dark side and my light side, uh, I know what, what it would take in that masculine and feminine energy exchange for that person to not handle me the way they want to handle me, but handle me the way that I want them to handle me. Every person has that um, desire to have that certain type of reaction that would make them feel secure in their relationship. So I can tell from a mile away if you, you know, you're a fuck boy. You got little baby energy. You ain't the the the. Mm, I can't even get it out. You not the God, the man, just the big God energy that I would be looking for to be able to handle me in the way that I want to be handled. Um. Yeah, it just wouldn't work out. And a lot of times the misconception is, of me anyway, I know for sure is that I'm like, that's not probably not a misconception, that is me, but that's not all of me. I think that's what the issue is. Like, a lot of times you meet people and they don't even, they, they meet you where you are, which is not a bad thing, but they don't consider that you are a whole person and you've had experiences and you've been through things and they get to know what they want to know as opposed to really getting to know you paying attention yeah that's probably what it is paying attention paying attention to their own uh abilities to deal with a certain type of woman i feel like guys know like, they see somebody and they be like, yeah, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> or they see somebody and be like, damn, like, I can handle this. Or, you know, do I have the time to do that? Or do I have the energy to do that? Like, they be knowing what they can and cannot do. But I also think that the women, women have to understand um, that although it's perfectly normal for a man to pursue you. That don't mean you have to be accepting of his pursuing. I've been doing a lot of self-reflection on myself and it has honestly been making me a little uncomfortable. Just being real and honest with myself about some stuff. Um, One of them is me coming to terms with, you know, that feeling of what I was talking about, women being crazy, me cutting somebody's head off, not having no patience. Like, what if that 
is a defense mechanism or a flaw and it's causing me to overreact (laughs) to some things or maybe that is getting in the way of me like I'm getting in my own way by having that attitude and that demeanor about certain things um but I do know that side of me I don't want to reel it in any or tame it any because I have to have that in the way that I live my life in the world that I live. I don't I don't have anyone else to stand up for me in that way. So I have to do it all the time, all day, every day, which is completely fine. But when it comes to me, like in that whole realm of dating and being patient and giving people chances and is that stopping me? But then I'd be like, dating a man at this time of my life isn't my main concern, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but that attitude, because I, of course, I well, not of course, but I don't know anybody who's listened has heard me say before, I desire to have a man in my life. I desire to have a build a legacy and um, get married and have children and maybe me having that attitude is getting in the way of that. Um, I don't know, but honestly, in this very moment in time, I could care less, (laughs) but you know, then I have to consider like, it's not that I don't care, but I, I think that I'm just accepting of where I'm at in my journey. Like, I just feel like right now, Either a guy's going to present himself and come along and I'm going to be like, this it right there. <laughs> this it. This it right here. <laughs> and until then, you know, I'm just I'm just here. I, you know, when a woman falls in love, it's a it's a it's a moment. OK, and it's a very thin line that's there anyway. Um because I don't know, just being honest, like for me, okay, a woman is an an embodiment of energy and love and ups and downs and um, the intuition and everything and all of that is connected. So if, if you're dating a guy and there's no intimacy, no like sex or anything like that, but you guys are developing a friendship, a relationship. It's mentally stimulating. Your emotions are there. So you can fall in love with your heart and purposely love on someone with your your mind and your actions and stuff like that. Um, all of that makes you want to be intimate physically and have sex with that person. Um, or it can go the other way. If you meet someone... And y'all have sex. And it was awesome. (laughs) No, it wasn't. It wasn't just awesome. It was something you've been waiting for your whole life. Something you didn't know you was even missing. Or that you didn't feel like you deserved. Or it was so good that you wanted to tell 
everybody about it. Gave you an experience that you might want to tell your grandchildren about. (laughs) That could make you want to love someone with your heart and your mind and make you want to like be in a committed relationship with them. Those things can be connected and something happens to a woman either way, whether she falls in love first with her heart or first with her body or whatever the case might be. Um, either way is something powerful and I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I've never done that on purpose and I don't think I know any woman that's ever like went into a relationship knowing that she was going to fall in love or like thinking, oh yeah, I'm going to love him or like that should just really be happening. <laughs> and I think sometimes guys be thinking that women just want to be out here falling in love. Like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be drawing hearts and putting our names in the middle. Like that's, that's stupid, but it happens nonetheless. But I do want to let anyone who's listening, (laughs) let you know that sometimes, not sometimes either. Okay. So I'm a big believer in energy and energy exchange and um, the universe is going to meet you exactly where you are and give you exactly what you need in that moment. So when you meet people and you are, you are attracted to them, it is because you see something in them that you see in yourself and something that you might want to um, or something that you might want to help them with like your or, you know, like your purpose is to serve them in some way. So when you meet someone and you feel that connection, whether it's the heartstrings or the physical thing, they feel it too. So when you start developing that relationship from being pen pals, well, actually, no, they have the potential to be lying. But if they're not catfishing you, they probably do feel that too. <laughs> and if you meet somebody and y'all are intimate and it's passionate and blah, 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 all that stuff, um, they feel that too. So you're not crazy and you're not alone. It depends on how grown both of y'all are to be able to have some hard conversations at times. But it can be done. Um, And I think that that's one of those things, like sometimes uh, people will engage with someone and tell people about it. Women do this too. Like, oh yeah, I was messing with, like, first of all, I don't say anything like that ever, but I think that if, if it was to happen, it would just be in casual conversation, like by accident, for real, for real. Maybe I overshared a little. (laughs) Um, you know, oh, such and such inboxed me or was talking to me or it don't even have to be about nothing intimate, but women and men do that. Mm. I mean, you more so hear about men doing it, kissing and telling. Um, but my whole thing with that is like, could you do it again? Like, okay, you took me on a date. 
do you have my good graces or did I enjoy myself that much where I wanted to do that again? That is the more important question. Today's episode was brought to you by Parallel Apparel. Check out ParallelApparel.com. Use code TIP20 for 20% off today.